Today I'm chatting with Lisa Bass, creator of farmhouseonboom.com. I happened upon Lisa's blog and I have been hooked, lined, and sinkered ever since. Her blog has organic living coupled with sewing projects, handmade how-tos, to creating your own bath and body products. But this is not all. Lisa has a blog creation course that is absolutely the best course. I know this because her course is where I learned how to create my own blog. She just recently bought a farmhouse fixer-upper, has five beautiful children, and is expecting baby number six. Lisa is an amazing person, and she is so talented. I'll let you listen in so you can feel inspired too. Welcome to the Creative Soulful Living Podcast, Episode 9. I'm your host, Alyssa Foy, creator of breezygreenhome.com. Listen in as I share my knowledge and tips from simple, natural living to home decor, balancing life, business, and conversations with some pretty amazing people. I love to embrace the perfectly imperfect in a good cup of coffee. I'd love to add if, that if you go to www.breezygreenhome.com forward slash podcast, you will receive additional links to Lisa's blog building course and head straight to farmhouseonboon.com. So let's listen in to today's episode. Lisa Bass, creator of farmhouseonboon.com and educator on how to create your own website. First and foremost, I want to say congrats on baby number six. Thank you. Oh my goodness. And that mermaid cafe that your, was it your daughter's? <laughs> yeah. yeah oh. My daughter's and their cousin. Yeah. They like to play on Sundays we visit. So yeah. I love that. And I'm a teacher on my, my other half of my life. I teach second grade and I'm like, that is the best idea. What an imagination because they're able to go out and play <laughs> and oh, I just love it. So that was so, yeah. so adorable. Um, so your blog farmhouse on Boone has such an organic vibe, which I love. I love the recipes that you share and the simple ways that you create to bring us back to organic living. Have you always lived in organic life? So to say, um, not really. Um, I didn't really grow up that way. My mom, I grew up with my mom cooking, but you know how it is back in the like, you know, nineties. Yeah. Nobody knew about this stuff. So it wasn't like my mom was overly concerned about that kind of thing. Like she did cook from scratch, but it wasn't, it was probably more just like out of necessity than it was out of like, you know, the desire mm-hmm. to be organic and all of that. But mm-hmm. I started around the time that I had my first daughter. So she is 10 and a half. And when she was born, I started doing a lot of research. There was a lot of information available then. And that's when, what kind of started me on the journey. And I definitely had some, you know, different th- research I'd done along the way that led me into different ways than I maybe do now. Like mm-hmm. not really the fermentation and all of that kind of stuff at that time, but that's definitely when I started going down that path. Gotcha. So Living a more simplistic life is something that, I mean, I feel that many of us strive for. Um, I live in the Northeast and we are like, go, 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 go constantly. Yep. I don't think people <laughs> even stop to think. So eating healthy, celebrating the rhythm of a family and our own personal rhythms. So um, you do such a fantastic job of serving us and teaching us how to do it. Well, thank <laughs> so you. could you, you're very welcome. You really, really do. I mean, I'm always going to your blog to get recipes and 
learning how to sew. I mean, you have so much information. Could you share some tips on how to start to live a more simplistic life? And I know that's kind of a big question, (laughs) but if we want to take the leap to create a handmade home, where should we start? What's a, where's a good place? I would just suggest, you know, starting small. So like, as far as like the handicrafts, you know, try something really simple, like just getting out the machine and threading it and then Mm. play around a little bit, like make a little pillow cover or a pot holder or something simple like that. And then, you know, see where that leads you. You might find you love it and, you know, are obsessed with it and just start making all kinds of your own creations. Or you might just do like a tea towel here and there. Right. As far as the food stuff, Again, you know, just start small, try something. I think people get really overwhelmed because Mm -hmm. all of it right away, but just learn to bake a whole chicken. Yes. You know, don't jump (laughs) right into like making a sourdough starter. Right. No, but you know, try making a batch of sauerkraut and making a whole chicken. And then once, you know, you've gotten that down in a couple of months, you know, that's in your regular routine, maybe I don't know anything, but just start slow and simple because all of this stuff that I've learned that I'm teaching people, I've been learning for, you know, 10, 11 years, like the whole time that's been kind of my obsession. So definitely didn't come, you know, I didn't come into motherhood sewing, but I just kind of started struggling. Right. Right. (laughs) And in some ways I feel like you're teaching a lost craft that many people, women, especially want to learn again and do for themselves. So do you yeah. feel like we've lost the art of doing these things and, and as you know, creating these creations as a society? I know that's kind of another big, I definitely yeah. do. No, I do because I notice like people, the kind of questions people ask me, I, it makes me realize that nobody learned it really from their mom and people are very confused and do not know where to start. Just as something as simple as, like I said, baking a whole chicken. Right. To me, that's as easy as throwing a pizza in the oven. You literally put it in a pan and throw it in the oven. But, like, it sounds so complicated because we just don't do that anymore. Like, I even know, moms, I know. if we're around, like, you know, age 30-ish, mm-hmm. d- didn't do right. that. So it's just, you know, like our grandmas did, sort of, maybe. If they were in the 50s, they just started using the packages. And so we've just gotten, like, enough generations removed from it that something as easy as <gasps> I know. chicken is groundbreaking it's so, so true I yeah. remember when I made my first chicken I had rubber gloves on and I put it in the pan upside down <laughs> and I thought but yeah, I yeah but I, no I'm just oh. saying like I did not know this before like I had to definitely like yes. learn that but now I'm like wow that's just so easy like <laughs> making a roast and a chicken and pork chops like that's so lost it's people, so lost days. it's so lost what's your favorite all-time DIY project the favorite yeah, one. Oh, I know, man. I know. It's I'd say like probably let me think about that. That's gonna be hard to think I can about. come back to the it. The one with like the most if you okay, want me to. The one with the most impact would probably be slip covers because yeah. I've taken in my living room all this mismatched furniture. So I have two different wingback chairs that I got from different places, a couch and then a bench, and they all are like ugly and mismatched, and then the slip covers unify mm-hmm. them. But I would not say it was my favorite to do. It's just my favorite after. Right, right. And I mean, I have kids at my house all the time. I have a 13-year-old son. And I mean, we have family over all the time and and friends. And 
I mean, everything in my house, I'm like, don't worry, that's from a flea market. Don't worry that, you know, uh, right. I do, I have them exactly. covered and I, I have watched your slip cover tutorial and I cannot wait to try. I am going to attempt that someday and I will let you know. <laughs> I'll send pictures. I don't know. Yeah, it's not, it's definitely not for the faint of right. heart. Right, right. <laughs> but the impact afterward is just so rewarding, you know, because you take something that's really ugly and mismatched, but uh, it's, it's definitely one of those more difficult DIYs, but a little bit like more satisfying. And you do, you have great DIYs on just making, you know, organic body butter and yeah, just so I mean, and that's, yeah. that's amazing too. And awesome because you can just go, you can get the supplies and do it. And it does, it feels so satisfying and it's great for your body. It's organic. It's great for your family because there's so many different products out there that God knows what's in them, <laughs> you know? Right. So I'm yes. so glad that you offer those um, recipes. So you just recently bought a new farmhouse. Congratulations. And it's beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I Thanks. love it. Um, and you've been so transparent with your debt-free journey. So can you bring us into what it feels like to live debt-free? Um, it is, it's just freedom because you know, we don't have any bills looming over our head. Of course, we have all the regular stuff like feeding mm -hmm. five, almost six mm -hmm. kids and life is expensive, but we never, when you never owe anybody anything, it's just, you feel like you have so much extra money. In the oh, it's so good. Yeah. And it also gave us the freedom for my husband to quit his job for us to do the blog full time, because if that, if we hadn't become debt free before that time, it would have been a lot scarier. Mm. But we kind of figured, well, we could really make so much less than we're making and be completely fine whenever we have no debt. And so for us, it was just the freedom to even be able to take that step. And taking that step, was it a huge like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we're doing this? Or was it pretty, was it a pretty, pretty easy transition for you? It was, I would say it was an easy transition, but it was scary before. Yes. So like. It was something we knew we were going to do probably at least a year before and we had the date set, but as it was getting like four weeks out, I'm like, oh, are we, are we really doing this? Are you going to go to your job <laughs> right. and put in your two weeks notice? Right. <laughs> so that would be me. I, I'm like, are you cutting yeah. like all these ties mm -hmm. with insurance and, you know, vacation time and benefit? Are we, are we sure about that? But think about all that you've gained. <laughs> but, oh, oh yeah. Afterwards, never questioned Love it, it. never looked back. It's been over a year now, but. Beforehand, it was a little bit like, wait, are we? Are we <laughs> that, that's how I'd be. Um, I don't know. The night before, I'd be like, I don't know. That that's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm so I yeah, I could cool. listen to your story forever because I just love hearing about people's financial journeys and um, living debt free. So you're definitely inspiration. I love too. it so I, much. I do a lot of listening to people's debt free stories on the internet because it's just so I just love hearing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And so inspirational. So I've lived in a home, um, or I do live in a home that took over four years to renovate. And I lived without a kitchen for one year. And it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, and I remember so clearly wanting everything completed right away. And we still have things that we need to finish in our home. Um, do you ever feel like this? And if so, how do you get over that hump, especially with five children, one on the way? And do you feel that like, I need to get everything done? Or I mean, I would prefer it all done, but I'm definitely able to just know that that's what you're signing yeah. up for. So it's funny you mentioned it because we literally ripped out the rest of our kitchen oh. today because it's getting started tomorrow. <gasps> Exciting. Um, 
Yeah, so I'm at that no oh. stage, and you know, I'm only a day in, so maybe I'll sound a little different, you know, here and like, yeah, I don't know, who knows? It always takes longer. Than oh, yeah, but yeah, I go back and forth with that. Where you know, some some random days I'm just like, yes, <laughs> but for the most part, I'm able to just think about the one thing mm-hmm. we're working on, and as long as the rest of the house is comfortable, it's yes, you know, it's not. It does not have to be done. It feels like it needs to be done, but it doesn't. So I know that people like when they're pregnant, yes. everything has to be done before the baby <laughs> yeah. comes. It does not. Right. Like your life continues after the baby it, comes. That's true. It just, there's always projects. You can't get everything done. Exactly. Ever. And kids, so. they, they're just so, you know, oh, whatever. They don't care. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, you know as long just, as they're you, fed, life can't love. stop. Yeah. And it just, you just got to keep plugging away. We did our last house for literally 10 years and then we sold it. So yes. I've been through this before Yes, and I know it just takes forever. So it's never, it's never done. It's never been a thing where, no, it's never mm-hmm. done. Cause once you do get done with it, I'm, you know, you change your mind about the things you started. Oh yeah. Ago, so. Oh yeah. It's a cycle. <laughs> um, but I, yeah. I loved your old home too. I mean, it was so beautiful um, that you shared with us as well. And I love watching you in this process um, of renovating your home. So thank you so much for sharing it because yeah. it's just, it's a beautiful process. I love watching, you know, homes that need some extra love and have been loved, but just need a little bit more now and are ready for a new family to come in. And then when you love it is a whole new love for it. And um, I'm saying love a lot, but I love watching that. So yeah. Well, no, yeah. It's, yeah. It's so fun, thank you. A fun and long process to. Yes. <laughs> so your blog creating course is like I said, by far the best course I've ever taken. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Oh, and so what made you want to become an educator on this forum and teach a course on creating a blog? So, um, well, I started the course, I started creating the course, um, actually right at the oh, okay. So right whenever my husband came home from his job, I had lots of people always asking me questions because, you know, we quit, he quit his job. So they're very curious. What are you doing then? How are, how does Mm -hmm. this work? And so many people want that same lifestyle where they can work from home as a family together. And so I knew that I had something to offer and I took about eh, June, July, August, like three or four months building out the course. And then I launched it last October and mostly just because of all of the questions I got from other people on how they could do the same thing that we'd done, you know. For our and family. I love your best advice that you give that you're like, it's going to take about a year to get established because I am someone yes. who wants it done yesterday. Um, you know, I uh-huh. get this idea. I'm like, okay, <laughs> but it's true. I mean, your course is so um, well planned and laid out and it does. It takes a while. And then I was like, okay, now I'm going to do a podcast. I'm like, okay, now I really need to figure all this out. But I just, um, I always, you're, you're always in my head. You said it's going to take about a year to get established. And you are so right. That is spot on. Yes. <laughs> and one thing at a time, yes. because blogging, I think a lot of people find out when they start on it, that there's way more than mm-hmm. they ever thought that went into it. And I do, I get a lot of people who, you know, took the course, started in October when it launched. And they're wondering, you know, I don't feel like I have a whole lot of traction. I'm like, do you want to know where I was six months in? You're not supposed to have traction yet. This is, this is a long, it's a long game. That's great. Yes, it It is. is. (laughs) Um, Have you found yourself learning new ideas or shifting with some content since you started Farmhouse on Boone? Oh, definitely. So 
when I first started, I was thinking kind of more the vision that I have now, which is like, you know, the from scratch recipes and handmade. And then I opened my Instagram account probably six months after I started my blog. So about three, no, no, no. Yeah. Three Mm -hmm. years ago. Oh my gosh. Was that three years ago? Anyways. So I kind of right away got into like the little like farmhouse home decor scene on there Mm -hmm. and felt like I needed to like narrow down and just be decor. And so I probably did that for about a year and I did not like it. Like I like decor. It's fine. But it's definitely not the thing, like my only thing I do in my life at all. And I realized that I had sort of, you know, not copied, but just gone into what I noticed everybody else yes. was doing, which was like farmhouse decor. Oh, and thank you so much for I saying much that, Lisa, because I feel the same way. I'm like, oh, how much stuff, how many pictures of wicker baskets can I take? You know, or how, and, yeah. and I, and I mean, yeah. I love, I respect everybody that can do that, but I only have so much to show with that and I feel like yes I'm so glad that you said that that was just yeah yeah because I I was like I cannot change out light fixtures every six months just to do (laughs) a farmhouse light fixture post like I have sauerkraut (laughs) to make over here like I I got five kids to feed from scratch and I'm neglecting to share that part of my life and it was just a really stressful thing for me some people are they love doing that all the time for me it's more like I kind of want to get it done and then just that be it I don't want to constantly swap out stuff. I want to just cook something. Yes. Oh, I so, love that you said yeah. that because, um, well, you're a wellness advocate for doTERRA, as am I. And do you find that essential oils fit well into your natural lifestyle? Um, because I love oh, yeah. making essential oil blends and sharing those recipes because I'm using them myself and on my family. And I'm like, why am I not sharing more of this on my blog? So I definitely find what you're saying, yes. you know, that is so true. This, you start somewhere and you tend to just take a little shift now and then. And really what's true yeah. in your heart and what you do all the time is what you probably should be blogging about. <laughs> so, right. um, what I, yeah, and I definitely. love your sister's blog too. I, the, the oily house. Yes. Okay, I follow yeah. her too. House, yeah. I yes. love her stuff. I mean, she, yeah, she oh, she's so of, much. Uh, yes. Essential oil. So stuff. what is the oil that you find yourself using the most? Um, definitely lemon. Mm. Um, I use it for so many things. So I use it for all like cleaning products and, you know, I even put it in my homemade honey mustard dressing. So it, it's the, probably the most versatile oil. Oh, I love that. (laughs) And can we find that recipe on your blog? The lemon Um, mustard? Yeah, I have my foaming hand soap and that's the thing that I use for our Mm -hmm. dishes. And that's on there. And then I believe the honey mustard dressing is on there as well. And then I also have a lot of cleaning recipes. Mm, that is awesome. In. So it's my most, most versatile. Oh, great. I love it. And what is on the horizon for you? Um, so I'm, I am going to start making a video course. Um, so oh. a lot of the creators that went through my blog course, are obviously curious about incorporating video. Yes. And so that was the next big project. But my my plan is to start it as soon as the kitchen gets done <laughs> because I want to show like the whole setup and creating a recipe video and I have nowhere cool to do that. Mm. And so I'm really, really hoping to build it out in August and September and then launch it in October. But we we will see if that oh that would gets be done. so great. <laughs> I mean you're so you are such I a natural um what am I trying to say? Great, Alyssa. I can't even think of the word, but you're very natural at being in front of the camera. And um, 
because I've watched your videos on YouTube and you're so good. Yeah. You're very talented with that. Um, And how can listeners find you? So you're on the blog. So my, yeah, my blog is farmhouseonboon.com. I'm on Instagram is um, at farmhouseonboon, Facebook, farmhouseonboon, YouTube, youtube.com slash farmhouseonboon. Um, yeah, those are my main, my main places. Awesome. Oh, thank you so much, Lisa, for sh- for chatting with us today and sharing everything. It was just such a great, great yeah, day. Thank, thank you. you oh, you're so me. welcome. I appreciate it. You're so it. welcome. <laughs> ready to go start exploring Lisa's blog farmhouseonboon.com it is absolutely amazing and she does an excellent job at providing so much information from from food from scratch from natural living and just creating a handmade home please also check out how she is renovating with her husband her farmhouse it is absolutely beautiful so Lisa hits right upon my style And I think you are going to find her so inspirational if you haven't already just by listening to her today. So remember, you can go to www.breezygreenhome.com forward slash podcast and be linked right to Lisa and you can head straight to her blog building course. And you can also go to farmhouseonboon.com from my website. Thank you so much for listening in today. And if you could kindly leave a review on any social media platform that you choose, I would be so grateful. Until next time, friends, live a creative, soulful life. Okay, everybody. So you may think I've fallen off the deep end when I tell you what we're going to talk about today. We are going to be talking about talking to the moon. What am I talking about? Well, soulful living, what is it and what on earth am I getting at? Well, today's podcast, we're going to talk all about it. I'm going to explain what I do and why I actually talk to the moon or pay attention to the phases of the moon to set my intentions and to really come back to what I am doing um, what I would like, and just really reflecting if I've talked to God or not. You can use this with whatever your higher power is. It's just a fun way and a smart way to start paying attention to what's going on around you and the intentions that you're setting for yourself. So are you ready? Okay, listen in. You're listening to the Creative Soulful Living Podcast, Episode 10. I'm your host, Alyssa Foy, creator of breezygreenhome.com. Listen in as I share my tips from simple natural living to home decor, balancing life, business, and some conversations with some pretty amazing people. I love to embrace the perfectly imperfect and a good cup of coffee. So let's get chatting. There is a new moon happening right now, tonight, right now at this very moment. So I remember when I was younger hearing the rhyme, I see the moon and the moon sees me, God bless the moon and God bless me. I remember that my dad used to say that and his mom said it to him. 
And it's just something that I just remember doing when I was younger, staring up at the moon, driving in the back seat, and just talking about it and wondering about the moon. It really is a mysterious ball in the sky. And think about the energy of the moon. And I'm sure you've heard those phrases, is it a full moon? (laughs) Or it must be a full moon. So you know what I'm talking about. And everyone knows when a full moon is coming. And everybody seems to know about the tides. Well, of course, we know about the tides. But think about how powerful that pull is on the water from the moon. So I use the faces of the moon as a reminder to sit and reflect on my intentions. And how do I do it? So what is it that you want to reflect upon? Ask yourself that. I use this time and the phases of the moon to think about it. I question, um, do I have too much on my plate? What is it that I hope to accomplish? And have I spent some time in prayer and talking to God, who is my higher power? And I also pay attention to what I want to manifest in my life. A phase is just that, a phase, a cycle. Instead of making full New Year resolutions that many of us do, and we feel so refreshed when we do that, and it's a new year, I like to use the moon phases instead. I do this because they are smaller. Um, They're about a month's time. And I feel as if these goals are attainable, and I always get a fresh start every month. So it's almost like, oh, well, maybe I didn't reach you know, I didn't lose 40 pounds in a year, but did I lose three to five pounds in a month? That feels better to me and it makes me accomplish more. So that's why I use the phases of the moon. Now, just for a disclaimer, when you start to make your moon intentions, don't worry about what others will think of you because that is just silly. So we're gonna get that out of our heads right now. Let it flow from your heart without judgment. I will say that again. Let your intentions flow from your heart without judgment. So whatever you decide to manifest, it can be as big as you want it to be. It can be as small as you want it to be. Don't manifest, oh, I really want to pay off this debt and then in your head right away say, oh, we'll never have enough money to do that. That's silly. I know. I'm sorry I said that. Don't do that because that's setting up a lot of negative energy in your mind and that's what you're setting out to the world. So I would just say, I'm happy and grateful that I don't have any bills. Something like that. Um, Make your intentions positive and be specific. I like to do that. Um, So if I'm praying for somebody to be healthy, if I'm praying for, um, I don't know, just for the health and abundance of my family, whatever it might be, I like to be very specific. So like I said before, take some time to think about what you really, really want in a month. And don't worry that you might say, oh, it's a month. I'm never going to get you know, rid of all of my debt in a month. You might not, but you might start being able to build some wealth or a cluster of money 
to pay off a bill, start off small. Some people say start off really big. Well, I like to mix it up a little bit and do whatever your brain can handle and what your mind can handle. I know brain and mind, kind of the same thing, but just really make it as believable as possible because it truly does happen and it truly does work. So I'll get back to my steps in a minute, but farmers and gardeners have been living by the moon for years. So I just want to give you some food for thought about the moon. The Farmer's Almanac supports the moon for a better harvest, and our Native Americans have been using the moon and believe it is, it is a protector. Also, Native Americans use the moon to tell time by counting from one new moon to the next. This is known as a lunar cycle. I've always loved the names that have been given to the full moons. We just had the strawberry moon, and I always like to think, oh, does it look a little pink? I don't know. I just like to think that way. And that's when we know that the strawberry is ready and the harvest is ready to happen for the strawberries. Um, and then we're coming upon the midsummer moon, which is called the full buck moon or a thunder moon. And they call it the full buck moon because the buck is really having um, a lot of growth with its antlers at this point or horns, or what are they? <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. What do bucks have growing out of their heads? Oh my gosh, this might be the craziest thing ever. I just totally drew a blank. Any hoops, we'll go with the thunder moon. So during this time, we also, the Native Americans called that this full moon a thunder moon because of the thunderstorms that usually happen during this time of year. So, I mean, they've been naming... Um, the moons for centuries. And the Farmer's Almanac was created in the 1700s. And of course, Native Americans have been doing the naming of the moon forever. So here we go. This is what I do. So let me just give you some easy steps that you can do to start with your moon intentions. Now you might be wondering, when do I usually pay attention to the moon and set my intentions. Well, I like to start at the new moon. That's when the sky is totally dark and it's a fresh start. The moon has already grown. It's grown from a full moon and it goes from um, right to left, I believe. I'm sorry, I have to brush up on the direction of it, but that's what I believe. Anywho, um, the reason I'm saying this is because I really pay attention to the new moon and the full moon. That's when I really like to focus on my manifestations, my meditation, my intentions. So I start at the new moon and then I really um, kind of do another self-reflection with the full moon and think about, okay, what has happened? How did this go? That's when I really start to pay attention um, on what I have accomplished. So the new moon is a fresh start, and then I go to the full moon. If you are wondering how to be aware of when the moon phases are happening, I have an app, and this is not, I'm not an affiliate for this app. It's just the moon phase app. It's just a simple app that I downloaded um, off of the app store and I think it was about 
99 cents, I believe. So I really like it. I use that. So I already talked about starting um, step one, which is talking about your intentions. And you can write down your intentions or you can just say them aloud, whatever you feel most comfortable with. But you need to start with a quiet place. So find a space. I Sometimes I like to go outside and just look at the moon and um, just really get calm, get into a nice, quiet state where I'm not thinking of a million things. And I just really just stare up at the sky and just look at the stars and just really enjoy the moment and the quiet. I like to talk to the my loved ones who have passed. I like to try, try to... Um, connect and just, you know, be in that moment of peace. Um, And then I just talk and I just say what I'm grateful for. I mean, we all have something to be grateful for. After all, we are alive. We're breathing. Um, That is definitely something to be grateful for. So I just talk about what I'm grateful for and really get into that peaceful, happy space that is very calming to me. And then I just speak my intentions, like I said. Um, I do light a candle just because at the new moon time, it is very dark and I'm kind of scared of the dark, especially if I'm outside. Um, so I like to light a candle. Sometimes I will have um, some beach stones or crystals that I have found that just are very peaceful to me. And um, kind of energizing to me in a way because they just make me very happy. So I like to do that. Plus they look really pretty, um, outside. I don't know what it is, but they just have like a sparkle, even though there really isn't a lot of light, but with, when you, when you have a candle lit and you're outside, I don't know, it's just cool. So I will do that. If I'm Inside, I'm usually in our bedroom. We have a pretty big bedroom, and you don't need to have a big space. But I have a place where I have a small table where I'm able to just um, set a candle and just be at peace, and there's a nice comfy chair in our bedroom. But you can definitely do this anywhere you are. Um, Just even put in some earbuds, put on some quiet music if that helps you, and just relax and see if you can sit near a window and kind of be where the moon is in the sky and just kind of feel that energy. And I know I sound a little cuckoo, but I'm telling you, um, people have been doing this for centuries. People just are now starting to talk about it and not really caring what people think about them. And just think about that. Like, you don't have to tell people you're doing this. Um, You're not running a podcast like I am (laughs) and telling the world, I really just don't care because um, I pray, I believe in God. I mean, I am a, I don't know, I'm a great person. I'm a very good person. And this is how I set my intentions and I manifest abundance and I pray. So that's how I do it. There you go. Um, So don't worry about yourself because you're not me telling the whole world this. 
And if people judge me, then that's their problem, right? Okay, moving on. So um, tonight, tonight and tomorrow, um, it's about one, it's usually one to two days where we have our new moon and then it'll start to build again. It'll start at the right side and move to the left side. Um, so just think of, oh, wow, I like to think of the moon as, wow, my goals, I'm really accomplishing things, or look at things that are happening in my life. Um, and that's what I do. So I hope you are able to chat with the moon and just enjoy the energy that the moon provides Always think of the ocean. Always think of the tides and the pull and the energy. Um, and that will definitely help you get into the right mindset of it, I believe. And just be grateful and thankful. And I don't know. There you go. I hope I inspired you to have a little chat with the moon. Um, and like I said, I am chatting with the moon. I'm also obviously taking my time to meditate and to pray and just ground myself and be centered again. So don't wait until New Year's, midnight, 2020 to feel refreshed and renewed. You can do it now. Follow, Start following the moon cycles. Are you excited to set your intentions and chat with the moon? I hope you are. Get pumped! And seriously, go outside tonight or find a quiet spot wherever you are and just do it. You'll be so glad that you did. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I'd love if you could leave a review for me on any social media platform you choose. You can follow me on Instagram at Breezy Green Home. And have you gotten onto my email list yet? Oh, I would love to have you there because I'm sending out some pretty good emails and I will not saturate your inbox. That's not what I'm about. My emails have to be tangible and provide you with information that you can use from tips to fun to whatever. So anyways, thanks again, guys, and have a great day.